The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to the illustrious Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, right across from me is the one, the only, the terror from Toronto. Only because that's the only town I can think of. Or we can go to Toledo, I don't know. Anyway, Tammy, the Sasquatch, Underwood. Say grr, Tam. Grr. That's a lamest-ass fucking grr. It was. Known. Sorry, I was sidetracked because I'm That's the little lady fucking thing. sick in the bed. Hey, Grandma, what's your last words? Come close, Timmy. Come. <laughs> and then she died. And then she dies. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. So today oh. we are going to be having some fun. We're going to be talking about a case called uh, about a guy named Marty Tweedy. I loved it when you were talking to me about this. We're going to hopefully be talking to uh, their family in yes. the next couple of, couple of weeks. Yes. Um, it's a fascinating case. It is very and fascinating. I can relate to this dude with what I like to call psycho bitches. Yes. On a deep, visceral level. Very, very much so. He very did, much so. He didn't so. make it through playing the game of psycho. That's no. the problem. I managed to live, but just barely. No. <laughs> and see, and that's the weird part is that, because um, I'll get into it, but. This is a case because a friend of my sister's sent me a link to join this Facebook page called Justice for Marty Tweedy. And I joined the page. I mean, I scrolled through the page and then I joined. Um, but and then I started researching. I tried to look for art, news articles or anything on this case. Couldn't find shit. Right. Except for this Facebook page. And, you know, and usually and I. Through no fault of theirs, because everybody has their opinion on this. And that's what a lot of those Justice for pages are, is rantings, you know? <laughs> so I was trying to sort through the rantings. I'm like, look, I can't do this all day. There's a lot of stuff here. I'm going to start another Facebook page called Justice for Scotty. Why? Working with you every fucking day. You know what? So I mean, he's a stand-up After the nice party. thing you said to me yesterday, this is shit. Well, what the fuck did I say to you yesterday? The, the only complaint you have about me is that you wish you had three more. I really do, because Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, if I had that, we would be on world tour after world tour after world tour. Well, you know, I try. You've been fucking killing it, bitch. <laughs> killing it. So then, so, you know, so I, I contacted my sister's friend. I said, look, I want more information on this case, but I can't sort through everything on the Justice for Marty Tweedy page. Um... And so she contacted Marty's mother. And Ooh, Marty's. Tell his mom on you. I know. Well, Marty's mom's name is actually Tammy, too, and she, too, spells it the right way. Right. And she's actually on our citizens page. Yes, she um, is. I've, yes. I made sure to uh, welcome her myself and. Uh, yes. Give, uh, and not in my pervy way either, by the way. Yeah, no. And I mean, we try not to be that way to. Fa- I mean, because these are <laughs> to families and, you know, people associated with current cases because, you <laughs> okay, know, now, it's very serious. Have you not met me? I know. That's true. <laughs> That's true. No, that, that, that's terrible. That's true. That's, that's just, that's, but anyway, really so so Tammy contacted me. I'm like, look, I just need some basic information. And then not only did Tammy contact me, I got his cousin called me, and a couple of his friends have called me, and even my sister's friend, who was just an acquaintance of the family, was a witness to some of the stuff that's going on. And so it lent a lot of credence because you know 
And I even told Tammy this. I said, parents will say anything, you know, sometimes to protect their children. You know, like, oh, they were so, you know what I mean? They were so sweet. They were so kind. And, you know, others are like, I didn't see all of that. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. However, I will say this. Everybody I talked to who was associated with this case, whether it be acquaintance, friend, or relative, is like steady saying the same thing about this guy. Okay? Right, 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 right. And I, I mean, I'll get into a little bit more of it later, but they do want to come on the show because, like I said, there's no information out there. The police aren't even investigating it like it's a homicide. They're investigating this like it was a, a self, you know, so, what's it called? Not self-protection, but self-defense. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Because she claimed that he was going to attack her and everything. But I have things that don't line up with that theory. Um. So anyways, I was, um, the guy's name is Martin Tweedy. He's 44 years old. And he was married to a lady by the name of a- Amy Tweedy. But she also went by. Talk more into your mic, oh, sorry. Please. I was. I have to read this off my notebook. So no, I, I dig it. Your, here, your I'll put levels. it in front. I'll put it right in front of me. Thank you, because yeah. the shit dropped, and I was like, "Oh no, no I can't I'm sorry. That it was, it's my fault because um, I'm reading it out of my notebook. I didn't type it up. So on G- this is what happened on January 21st, 2023. You know, two days before my birthday, because a lot of shit happens near my birthday. Apparently. I thought your birthday was in July. One, two, three. Oh, one, two, three. So it's in March. I hate you. <laughs> um. Anyways, so anyway, so um, I know. And then I found I found out the drummer's girlfriend's birthday is on the twenty second. She goes, "No oh, wonder oh. I like you so much." Not to diminish from Marty Tweedy's case. However, this is what I was going to mention. I forgot. Oh to yeah, mention. yeah. Let's get into that before guys. Yeah, boys and girls. I found out the most bizarre fucking info in the world. So number one, my drummer's name is Tony Harris, and he is an amazing, well accomplished yes. drummer. Um, just an amazing guy, really sweet Very guy. Very sweet guy, yes. His his girlfriend, uh, Tinja. 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 Nice God, try. I always fuck up her name. Just it's Tina sweet... and Tanya combined. Yeah, I'm never fucking. That's why I put the J in there. Okay. Okay. So, whatever. But um, so we're 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 at the last show last week, and we're outside. We're getting ready to you know hit the stage, and we're all talking about the podcast and shit like that. And so here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, we had a a killer and by the name of Ward Weaver the, the third. third. Yes. Not Junior, his dad, because I talked to his dad. His dad's pretty right. badass. The yes. third's well, he's just him. Anywho's the third killed a girl by the name of Ashley Pond and, and Miranda Gaddis. And Miranda Gaddis. Mm-hmm. In Oregon City. My drummer is Ashley Pond's uncle. Yes. And spent a year of his life searching for her. Yes. That was a, yeah. That was like that was a very sad time. That was a showstopper yeah. right there. Like when we're talking about that, holy fuck. Well, yeah, and I was talking to Tina a little bit about it, you know, because she gave me a little bit more information. But apparently, because when I told when I told her, I said because that's one of the cases that fascinated me with this whole you know aspect of true crime too, is because I'll never forget. And I know you won't either. The day he went on the news and said, yeah, I'm the main person of interest in this because, you know, my father's in San Quentin on death row for murder. And they just automatically assume I'm just like my father. And the thing is, he wasn't even and, a person yeah, of interest. And then they interviewed an FBI agent. And the FBI agent goes, uh, we don't even know. Well, I'm paraphrasing here. We don't even know who the fuck he is. 
you know, we he's not even on our radar. We don't know him and everything. We just know that he lives down the road from these two girls. Right. And everything. And as soon as that FBI agent said that, I looked at my mom and said, he he has something to do with this. Yeah, he's, he, he does. He Straight did, up has something to do with this. He was doing exactly what a lot of killers do, which is try yes. to yeah, inserting insert themselves in yes. the case. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that, and, that was a fucking yeah. shocker, man. Well, and it's like, it just tells you it's a small fucking world. It, it is, it is. And, you know, and, and I, I thought it was funny how we were trying to explain the podcast to him and, you know, John, I'm not going to call him my nickname, but I call Pop him. Pop Smurf? Yes, Papa Smurf. I call him that now. Because he's in my phone as Papa Smurf. I told him about that. Like <laughs> I, I, I picked up your phone because you had me looking at something on the group chat. Yeah. And it says, you know, it says Scott. It has Tony. It has Papa Smurf. I'm, oh Jesus fucking Christ! This is like, yes, and then has Matt. <laughs> and has Matt. But um, and, and I want to reiterate, you know, yeah. um, that uh, Tony is an um, uh, just yeah, he, he's a godsend when it comes to a drummer. Yeah, this well, and, man yeah, is like a fucking so metronome. So sweet, yeah, a really great guy. He he really fills out um the the band mm-hmm. roster really super he well. He does. He does. Um, extremely creative. Like when we're when we're in studio and mm-hmm. we're we're you know developing new songs and things like that. A, a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic mm-hmm. guy. Um, big heart. Very big hearted, man. Yeah. Just love. I, 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 don't get me wrong. I, I love everybody in the band because yeah. they're just, I've, I've got the ultimate set of well-seasoned musicians that I work with. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and Tony's just, like I said, just fucking amazing. But, uh, but yeah, to find out that he's the, un- he's the uncle of, uh, of mm-hmm. Ashley Pond, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It just like, it just like blows you away, doesn't it? And, and I'm still shocked about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I just, you know, and I'm meeting different people in the area too because of the different groups I'm in and stuff. And like even all across the U.S. because I join different groups, you know, depending on the, cr- you know, the current cases because I want to keep updated on them. And um, I just met some amazing people, but it's just, Really tells you how small this world is. No, totes. Totes, totes. Yeah. So, anyways, so on January 21st, 2023, uh, Marty and his wife, Amy, and from my, from what I'm gathering, her son, at least, and his name is Barrett Kennedy. Um, And I don't know if his wife was there uh, as well, but, you know, I just know those three players. Went to a bar called Fat Daddy's Bar and Grill in Tulsa. I kind of call something on my body then. My God. Anyways, <laughs> no, I told Sorry. them I wouldn't hold this against them because apparently the whole family is Kansas City Chiefs fans. You know, which I'm sorry because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. So, oh, you know. you're talking about the, the, the football sports yes. thing. Because yes. I don't follow sports. I'm sorry. Right. So uh, yes. I'll, I'll tell you this Tweety family, you know, Tammy, Tweety, and, and everybody. I don't know anything about sports. I don't hold, I don't care what team you're rooting for. I'm not like this communist terrorist across from me, the Sasquatch, who goes, oh, Cowboys. All I know is a few things about sports. Number one, football's the one that has the oblong ball. Yes. Okay. And two, Dallas Cowboys are gay as hell. (laughs) I knew you were going to go there. And that whenever there is a tornado or a hurricane, everybody goes to the the fucking Cowboys 
stadium. I think it's AT and T Stadium now, but yeah. But because nothing, nothing touches <laughs> nothing down there. Nothing touches down there. Yeah, no. And and matter of fact, and even even back abused, in the day, they used to say the lines were made out of cocaine because there was a bunch of cokeheads on the team, um, like Michael Irving, and yeah. Well, also I know that all abused children go there. Because they because, don't beat nobody. Because Dallas Cowboys you know don't what? beat That's anybody. My joke, fucker. <laughs> I hate you. No. So they're huge Kansas City Chiefs fans. And they always went to Fat Daddy's Bar and Girl to watch the game. Now, apparently that night an argument started between Amy and Marty. And nobody really knows why because the cops have not interviewed anybody at that bar to find out what, ar- what started the argument. Now, according to everybody I talked to, um, Marty and Amy's relationship was contentious. They fought, they argued a lot. But apparently, whenever they got into arguments like that, Marty would always try to walk away. You know, kind of like you sometimes do. I do that most of the time. I try to walk know, away. Depends on the thing. Like I was going to say, unless you're arguing with me. And then you don't. Yeah, then that's <laughs> different than you and I butt heads and We do, horns. we do, because we're so much alike. It's, it's like it's, it's sibling rivalry is uh-huh. exactly what the fuck it is. Like anybody else, I'll walk away from a fight, but you, it's like fucking having like a younger sister. And it's like, I'm going to be right. My, no. <laughs> and if, you, if you tell mom and dad, I swear to God, when you're sleeping, I'll near your head. <laughs> swear to fucking God. And I'll just, I'll, or I'll put cat food in my lucky charm so I can put Tabasco sauce in your strawberry crepes. True story that happened with me and my sister, but oh, I digress. So gross. Oh, yes. ew. Hats <laughs> off to your sister, though. Jesus Christ. That's a fuck. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. She well, just got real with that. Fuck. Yeah, we, we used to do some strange-ass bullshit. But anyway, so, you know, so he always tried to walk away. Apparently, he did that this night. He walked out of the bar, tried, and she, like, was hot on his tail following him. So when he got in the car, she got in the car, too, so he wouldn't leave alone. Then, apparently, although they were the only two people in the vehicle, the incident escalated. She claims that the argument was over his fast driving. However, his fast driving was not, like, isolated to that day. He was known to exceed the speed limit a lot. In fact, he's had several tickets over the fact. So it's not like it was just a, I don't like how fast you're driving today type thing. Right. You know what I I mean? I dig, I dig. So it it makes no sense that that's what the argument would have been over. Um, Now, apparently, um, earlier that day... um, on the day of the murder, her son, and this is what doesn't make sense to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Early in the day of the murder, she actually flew her son in, and his wife and child drove up from Arkansas. He was a, he's a truck driver. Oh, there's the problem right there. I You're know. from Arkansas, that means there's some inbreeding going on. Well, he, her son, Barrick, is a truck driver, a long-haul truck driver like you, okay? I'm not a long-haul Well, haul not long-haul, but you drive a big truck. Yeah, that's I what I meant. Locally. Yeah, but that's what I meant is like, you know, big truck driver. And he... Is that a fat joke? Wait a minute. No, big truck. What the fuck? I didn't make any jokes about you being overweight at the scales the other day. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> I'm telling mom on you. That's it. I've had to. Texting your mom right now. You know what? She'll take your side. I know she will because she knows that she's going to get some hot loving when she gets anyways. here. Anyways. So, anyways, The month is coming and so am I. He was in Kentucky at the time. Now, she bought him a plane ticket and flew him into Tulsa, Oklahoma. And... Marty and her picked him up at the airport. This is my thing. He just left his truck behind in Kentucky. Would a truck driver do that if it wasn't a family emergency? Yeah, if there's a terminal there and you want to fly home, you just fucking park at the terminal and fly home. 
Okay. I mean, because I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me that he would just leave his... Because apparently it was a last-minute trip. She called him, said she wanted him out or whatever, and he just flew out. Yeah, okay. We, they might be super close. Okay. I'm just playing okay. devil's advocate here. Okay. Well, like I said, I you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it to me it didn't make sense. But, you know, like I said. Um, anyways, so Barrick says within five minutes of them getting home... Amy shot Marty in the head two times with a 380 that happened to be registered to Marty's father, Neil. See, okay. That's where it gets a little suspicious. I mean, um, yes, and, it does. And here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just I'm trying to think things through is that you just get home. You're five minutes into getting home and everything has escalated so much. In five short minutes, that your only option is to blow someone's brains out. Now, okay, let's, let's look at this from a psychology point of view. Let's say, playing devil's advocate, let's say that Marty is highly abusive. Right. Just, just, I'm not saying that no, he is. No, but. Well, I, yeah. I'm saying that because I know the family's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, hey, Right, no, abusive. but we are just playing devil's advocate here because, you know, we weren't there. There's you know? key things that abusers do and don't do. There's like Correct. rules. Correct. One of them is abusive people tend to want to isolate yes. the people they're abusing from their family. So now you have her son there. You got Barrett yes. there, right? And he went and helped, you know, pick them up. Barrett's wife and Barrett's child were there. So yes. You, you, you got these witnesses there and you're going to start trying to tune up on your wife when right. there's all these witnesses And there? her son is a grown ass man. And I'll so, get into him a little bit later, but yes. That right there raises red flag for me, yes. number one. And there's no way I can actually look, be devil's advocate on this one here because his, uh, statistics and history tell a story, mm-hmm. okay? So let's say that you and I are in that position, okay? And I like to tune up on you every once in a while. Like maybe I just even get drunk like that. I punch you a couple times, right? I'm not going to do that. With people here. When your son is here. Right. Why? Because now I'm going to have a bigger altercation. And when the cops show up, you have witnesses. Yeah, man, he tuned up on her. Fucking yeah. Knocked the shit out of her. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying that the percentage of the time that it happens. It's not is as calm. so yes. fucking low. You have a better chance of being struck by lightning in the dick. Right. That well, happening. and it'll happen with little children present, but not with grown ass adults. Right, because children are are easy to fucking exactly. manipulate. Yeah, if you say anything, type thing. Exactly. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm taking my pills. Hang on. Oh God, thank God, the crazy was getting too much. Shut up! It's my focus pills. Anyways, so um, let's see here. Now, on the day of the incident. And I need to fill out a Freedom of Information Act thing um, because they're not releasing any of this information to the family. There, but there's an alleged 45-minute discrepancy from the time of the shooting to when the authorities were called. Okay. Well, maybe the cops are slow. They're at you know they're like fucking a okay, donut from shop. From when they were called, not from when they arrived. Uh... That's what I'm getting at. It's like apparently there's a 45-minute discrepancy. Um, also. Well, you know, after you blow someone's brains out, sometimes you got to get a cup of coffee and sit right, around, right. call some friends, write some checks, pay some bills, use the bathroom. <laughs> right. Use the bathroom. 
Now, the family themselves were not ever notified of the incident. Amy didn't call them and say, hey, there's been an accident or anything. Okay, so that right there, that is a twat right. move. But this is what she did do. The family found out because Amy texted an investor, and I'll tell you what that means in a little bit, saying that Martin Tweedy is no longer on this earth with us. Quote, okay, the day after he was shot. Then the investors called Tammy's nephew and who then called Marty's brother in Colorado to tell him what happened. And Tammy and Neil have made calls and everything. But as soon as they started making calls and trying to find out what was going on, a gag order was placed on them. Because they were told, you know, you can't discuss this case with outside people, basically. All right. Okay. Now, then... Where is it? Okay. Now, Amy didn't claim Marty's body, right, after he was at the morgue. She didn't go down and say, okay, you know, I'm going to bury my husband. Tammy actually claimed the remains and planned a funeral by posting everything on Facebook because she was even forbidden from putting an obituary in the newspaper. So this is the mom, right? This is the mom. Good job. Okay. Seriously, you know, not not a lot of parents would do that, and it's got to be a very trying time. Exactly. Like, seriously, kudos. Kudos to you. Well, exactly. So she went down, claimed the body, and tried to plan a funeral by posting on Facebook. Because, like I said, she was forbidden from placing an obituary in the paper. And when she started planning the funeral, she invited Amy's children and grandchildren because Marty loved those kids. Am I? Is that better? Thank you. Sorry. And so when she did that, Amy found out about the funeral and then she tried to intervene by saying, no, that's my husband. I want his body. No, you know what? Okay. You snooze, you lose, twat. I shouldn't right. call her that because I want to get her on the show, too. I so know, I'm, I'm right? Try I'd not like to call you, too. I'm going to try to reach out to her next. I, but, you know, yeah. I, I want both sides of the story. Me, too. Me I mean, too. That's, 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 I want that's both sides. That's only fair. It's just that's, once again, and I know we'll probably get her on the show, too, but to me, that's a fucking dick move. I would like to know why you did that because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, Squatch and I are not married. We're not even dating. We're like brother and sister. And if I died right now, you know, she would be oh. like, okay, let's fucking... Let's plan let's, things. Yeah, let's yeah, plan let's things. Get, let's, that's let's, what I did when my friend done. Jessica passed away, remember? Yeah. I freaking, like, took care, finished out her business and arranged for all of her clients to, you know, hooked them up with different stylists and everything. You know, because it's like I didn't want them to try to like flounder in the wind and all this other shit. And well, yeah, I do have a fear. I have a fear that I'm going to be the one to kill you. No, oh. I don't want to die and have Jen Dahl find out. Because like, let's skin him. <laughs> I want his tattoos. She wants your TB tattoo. That's it. I want his twisted blue tattoos and the dragon. I told that's her on she needs arm. a Sasquatch tattoo now. <laughs> I want the big piece that he has, you know, with guitars on it for his son and his fucking wolf. Let's skin him. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They'll just skin you a little bit. Just a little bit, Scott. It's Ed Gein chick going like crazy ass <laughs> fucking Jen. Jen's a goddamn nut. Jen doll, we love you. No, she's a she's a nutcase. <laughs> she is, but like, you know. Like for reals. It, she she's well be aware a, she's a nutcase. So. She should be in a padded cell. You know what? Her and I were talking about that this morning. <laughs> Matter of fact, this is to her to, to Jen's husband, Matt. I hope you hear this. You need a restraining order. Like against He's her. He's a fucking saint. I tell her that Jesus all the time. Jesus Christ, He's man. Saint he needs a freaking restraining order against that nut job. 
Right. God dang it. They're just going to skip me a little bit. Right. So when Amy tried to intervene to get uh, Marty's remains, Marty's 25-year-old son, Bryson, actually stepped up. And and this is, I admire him for this. He played like a advocate for both sides. He was like, look here, um, you can get some of his ashes, but let my family bury him, you know, spread them, you know, type thing. Right, right, right. And so, and she actually agreed to that. Now, um, uh, hang on just a minute here. Oh, hold on. Playing devil's advocate again. Maybe, maybe Amy had some remorse and said, you know what? I'm his wife. Maybe I should step up and do yeah. the right thing. Maybe. I mean, because I, I don't know what's in this chick's head. Uh, to me, it's a dick move, but that's it, that, true. that might be the reason. That's true. I mean, but I mean, and I'll play the other side of that is like, why wouldn't you claim his remains right away? And then when his family does and then starts planning the funeral, that's when you want to step in. Uh, maybe she thing. was distraught. Okay. She just blew her husband's brains all over the freaking wall. Yeah. Well, not all over the wall. It's just a 380, so I don't imagine it's going to have yeah. too huge of an impact on having to, you know, replace exactly. things. Now, according to Barrick's reports, now keep in mind, Marty's house was a maybe an 1,800 square foot, single story, double wide trailer. Okay. And I made her the queen of my double wide trailer with the polyester curtains and the redwood dick. Now she shot me and I've got the tailor. Oh, that, that's yeah, at horrible. least I didn't have shag carpet. That's all I'm saying. I shouldn't talk about now, her shooting him. I saw pictures up. and video of them doing a walk through this house. And from my understanding, and I actually clarified this with them. When you walk in, I think it was the. Probably, I think it was the back door. Maybe it could have been the front. I'm not quite sure. But you walk in one door and you're in the kitchen, right? And then right off the kitchen was a bedroom. And apparently Marty was in that bedroom. Then you come out of the kitchen and there's another bedroom. It's a three bedroom house. And then you go through the dining room area and off the living room, you know, because the kitchen, dining room area, and then the living room. And off the living room was Marty's bedroom. Okay, so it's not that far. According to Tammy, she said it's maybe 30 feet from one bedroom to the other one. Okay? Barrick said that he was in that back bedroom off the kitchen when he heard an argument and what sounded like a, quote, physical assault taking place. And before he could get across the, the 30 feet, he said shots were fired. Okay? Now, this is what I'm going to say here. Is that... Um, Hang on. I, I, like I said, this is all handwritten, so you got to give me a second to scroll back through. Now, Tammy and some of her family members did a walk through the house days later because they were allowed to go and get the rest of the stuff that Ta Amy didn't want and everything. And as they're walking through the house and they get into that bedroom where the shooting occurred, Scott, there is no blood spatter on the walls. It's a There's none on the ceiling. Okay, the only blood that they could find was in a patch that happened to be on the floor that was cut out. And I assume the police cut it out for evidence. No, Amy's daughter cut that patch out herself. Why would you cut out that patch and keep it? Uh, yeah. That sounds like a trophy move to me. Almost, doesn't Much it? like me, I'm a, I, I would be a trophy husband. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I didn't say what kind of trophy. It's last place, but it's still a trophy nonetheless. Right, right. 
Now, um, <laughs> I like that one. That was good. Anyway, so, I mean, and there's like one bullet hole. Next, it looked like it was next to a window. Okay. And maybe a couple of spots of blood. Now, if somebody was, if he was coming towards her and she fired that gun, wouldn't there be blood spatter? It's a three eighty. That's the thing. And so, yeah, well, you, we've talked about this. I don't know guns, so okay. So, in the course of like sizes, okay, okay, you've got a twenty two. Uh huh. Okay. So your next step up from that is going to be a twenty five. Okay. Which also there's a larger one that will that you can shoot twenty fives in called a six millimeter. Right, we talked about uh, that. Like didn't I think we? it's a six point five millimeter, actually. Um, and we talked about that when it came to another case that we're working right. on. Okay, but that's uh, those are kind of a rare gun. I, I mean, nobody's ever heard of them. Uh huh. I think it's an Australian gun. I actually. think it is too. Um, and then up from that, you've got your three eighty, your three eighty auto. What about the three fifty seven? Or no, the thirty out six is what I meant. That's a rifle. Let's, let's okay. stick with handguns. Okay, I was just asking right. for you know so my own peace of mind. The next step up from that is nine millimeter. Uh huh. Okay, so you have nine millimeter, ten millimeter, and forty cal. Those are all about the same, just different casings, different size bullets. Okay, so they're 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 different, but they're, okay. they're pretty close. Um, and then you get into your 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 thirty eight. You have thirty eight, thirty eight special, three fifty seven, three fifty seven mag, and the difference between the the, the special and the mags. Are powder charge. Uh huh. That's that's the same casing. It's the same bullet, just different powder charge. And it just goes up from there. So with a with a three eighty, you're mm-hmm. gonna get penetration, but you're not gonna get it through and through most of the time. Um, I mean, and if you do, it's not gonna go very far. Okay. So basically, if I let's say I shot you in the soft tissue of your temple, and and it's angled up, it's gonna hit the top of the cranium, and it might come through. But mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna the it's gonna be so deflated okay. that it's not gonna bury itself into really anything. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, because that, like I said, I I don't know anything about guns, but you know, um, it didn't make sense to me that there wasn't a whole lot of spatter anywhere. Now, um, oh, I think that's all I had. Yeah, on that part. Now, um, according to Amy, like I said, she said that Marty attacked her, right? And although on the she's and she said that she had marks from this attack. However, the police didn't document anything, and according to the family, there was nothing reported about her alleged, you know, bruises and stuff from this, you know, from this attack. So this is the way I understand abuse laws. State by state, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a general consensus that if anybody claims abuse and the police show up, it has to be documented. I don't know. Oklahoma might be different. They might be. So that would be something to look into is what, right. what is their protocol? That What's the protocol that dictates when an officer arrives on scene right. and somebody says, this happened because I was abused? Now, here's the thing. If you're there and you're investigating, you have a dead body. Right. It's been shot. Right. And the perpetrator says, I had to do it in self-defense because he was beating me up. And I have the marks to prove it. And I have the marks to prove it. You would think, okay, we need this information. Yes, exactly. Because it it's relevant to the fucking case. Exactly. You know, as opposed to if she said some bullshit like, right. um, I shot him and I have a cat named Sam. Well, Correct. Sam's not fucking relevant to the case. Correct. 
But in self-defense, you want to document the defense wounds, and I think that's pretty well across the board, across the... You would think so. The, the, the whole fucking world. You would think so. However, Amy said that she has pictures of the injuries that I think her daughter took them. Don't quote me. It could have been her daughter or her son took of this incident, right? And she posted them on Facebook to prove that Marty had been assaulting her. Now, I need to point out that she also posted pictures back in 2017 when Barrick, her son, assaulted her. Okay? He has a habit of beating up on women, including his mother. Now, he physically assaulted her, so she posted pictures. Scott, I saw the pictures. They're fucking identical. <laughs> like, identical. Like, her moving her hair. Now, uh, in the picture of her documenting this physical assault, her hair was long, and she had dark roots. Okay? A picture that was taken of her right before this incident happened, she had short cropped hair and no dark roots. Okay? I One of the pictures is her moving her, pulling her hair up and showing behind her ear. That was actually a picture that she posted after she had her facelift. Nice. Yes. So, I mean, none of this is adding up. And I've seen all, I mean, Ooh. I've seen all these pictures. This is a so. hard one to play devil's advocate on. And I'll tell you why, because you're right. It doesn't add up. You, you know, if like, like my head is shaved, I keep my head shaved, right? Mm -hmm. So if I showed you a picture in, of me with bruises when... You know, when I had long hair. Yes. As opposed to now, you're like, um, look, dude, yeah. your hair, your head's been shaved for the better part of over a decade. Exactly. When did you pop up some long hair to get those bruises there, dude? Exactly. What's up That's with that exactly shit? what I'm saying. Because it's like, okay, all of a sudden it's like you're moving your hair up and it's pa it's down at least down to your shoulders. But in a picture like days before this incident, your hair is like a right about your ears. Yeah, it's no. not going to happen like that. Nope, nope. You know, I'm sorry. It's I got to call BS happen. on that one. I'm calling BS on it too. But then again, I haven't actually seen now, the pictures myself, so I'll take a peek at them. And if yeah. I'm if, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I am more than happy to come on here and say, "Hey, I was incorrect." Right. Well, no, I will too. But like I said, I've seen the pictures, so it doesn't make any sense to me. And she can touch now, my pee pee as long as she promises not to shoot. Now me. let's get into this fact because I was asked by the family because you know we deal with true crime all the time. Um, I was asked by the family. They said, Tammy, why aren't they investigating this? And I will tell you what I told them. I said, it's simple. It is backward Southern justice because it is a widely held belief, especially in law enforcement. And you know this from personal experience that a woman is never the abuser. Facts. Right? Facts. Yeah. However, I have, you know, testimony and stuff about how. Amy was the abuser in this relationship. Physically abusive, emotionally abusive, verbally abusive, nine yards. Okay? Now, um, this apparently, according to family and friends, was pretty much two years in the making, this whole incident. Uh, because she was ver verbally and physically abusive in public. And she even isolated Marty from his family and friends. That's where we get Didn't into, remember? Didn't we just talk yes, about that? Yes, I was going to say, an abuser will isolate you. One of these now, things are not like the other. Actually, you know what that is? Watch this. Same, same. Same, same. Now, I also need to go back a little bit further because it's going to come out anyways if this case goes anywhere. Marty does have a criminal history. When he was 19 years old, his son Bryson was not even two years old yet, and Marty worked has worked on the oil rigs most of his life, if not all of his life. 
he had come home. He was living in Colorado. He had come home and everything. And when he walked in the house, his girlfriend at the time was having an orgy with several men while his not even two-year-old son was sitting in the middle of the floor witnessing it and playing in a bowl of crank. Because they just put the drugs in the crank and everything. Well, Marty, he was 19. His son was obviously in danger. He flipped out, which I understand. Totally get it. And he, like, physically assaulted everybody there, including his girlfriend. I probably would have done the same thing. But out of all of the people he assaulted, only her pressed charges. Okay? And apparently a knife was involved, and Tammy actually... The authorities called Tammy or somebody called Tammy and they said, you know, we're on the lookout for him and everything. We consider him armed and dangerous. And she goes, you know what? Let me let me talk to him. I will get him down there. We'll surrender him. Right. Because I don't want anything to happen. She's a good mom. Tammy, hold on. Where the hell were you when I was growing up? Right. Like for real. Damn. Come and adopt me. I know. Right. I like her. You know, so he eventually was surrendered over to the police and he was convicted of assault and battery with a deadly weapon. He was sentenced to serve 12 years and did that entire time minus good time, you know, um, in Colorado. So he, he was released when he was 28 years old. Um, but after he was released, he never reoffended. He never got in trouble again. He realized, man. Right. He realized what his anger and everything caused, so he did everything he could not to succumb to his anger again. Here's my thing, man. I got nothing against the orgy part. Like, for real, man. That's that's your thing. Do your thing. But when you're involving a baby and there's a bowl of crank there, like some dope, the fuck, man? No, I I don't don't blame him. If you don't know what crank is, it's like dirty bathtub meth. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's it is. It's like Biker ammonia meth. and, yeah, it's a bunch of fucking chemicals and, yeah. So, you know, but let's keep in mind, Amy also had a criminal history. Amy's criminal history included drugs, drugs with a minor child, and child abuse. She, too, spent time in prison in Arkansas. However, when she and Marty got together... He actually paid to have her record expunged because she wanted to vote again. Because she had lost her voting rights due to her criminal charges. Um, Apparently, Marty and Amy met in the summer of 2016. Hang on, i got to find it here. They met in the summer of 2016. Okay? She had nothing. And she kept insisting, not long after Marty and her got together, that he marry her. Right. So they got married in 2018 and he provided everything for her. Okay, he in a one year period of time, he purchased three vehicles for her. Now I'm wondering where Marty was when I was getting married. Like, hold on, I would. Marty, I only want one vehicle, but no, I I might become gay for a guy like Marty. Like seriously, because I'm I'm usually the one who buys everything, 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 everything. Right. But damn, dude, no, but on a serious note, this dude sounds like he was a pretty upstanding guy. Right. With with a few problems, you know, like fucking, number one, psycho bitches. Right. <laughs> Bullshit. <coughs> Sorry. You're my, okay. Uh, my allergies are killing me. <coughs> um, But, uh, you know, with that and letting himself get taken advantage of by this chick. 
Right. That's just not. But, you know, love, love blinds people. And us as guys, we do some stupid shit for, for the chicks that we love. So Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, um, where was I? Oh, now, okay, so anyways, it's when they were married, within a year's period of time, Marty bought three vehicles for her, right? The first vehicle he bought was a 2014-2015 Dodge Challenger, which is a nice, sporty car. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. If you like Dodges, I'm a Ford guy. Well, she drove it for a little while and everything, then decided, you know what? I don't want this vehicle anymore. I want a GMC Denali, which is a big SUV. Yep. So he went down and bought a 2018-2019 Denali. Now, he's still making payments on this Challenger. So he could have traded it in so he'd only have payments on one vehicle, right? Correct. However, she insisted on giving that vehicle to her daughter. So he now had two payments. Okay? Which I think is a shitty move. But I think that's a dumbass move from on, on Marty's part. I just got to be honest. You know, and I know right, I, I'm pissed off family with this because he's dead. That's the stupidest shit. I would look at her and said, hey, your daughter wants this car. She can make payments because fucking ass, cash, or grass. Nobody right. rides for free. Well, Marty even paid for her daughter's daughter, you know, Amy's granddaughter's daycare because her daughter couldn't afford it. So Marty's like, you know what? I'll pay for it. You know, granted, he worked on the oil rigs, you know, which I guess is pretty good pay. I don't know. I don't know anybody who works on oil rigs. But um, so then, then after she drove this Denali for a while, she found out that the new 2023 Jeep Wagoneers could talk to her. So she wanted the Jeep Wagoneer. Does that tell you how materialistic she is? I will tell you one thing. My truck talks to me, and it scares the shit out of me. Your truck talks to you? Dude, every time I set the, 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 the first time I even set the GPS to go anywhere, I said, okay, where, where are we going? One, oh, two, I know three, it three. does. I know you yelled at one time, don't talk to her that way. That's my, my assistant, not yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, all of a sudden, it's a... Yeah, what, what was it? Make sure you wear your seatbelt. And abide and, and by, by the, all yeah. safety rules. And I don't know, fucking kiss a unicorn Traffic on the laws. butthole or whatever the hell it says. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm screaming, ah, what, what, why, 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 why are you talking why? to me? Why? Why? <laughs> That's not right. And then my truck you know, looks at me and goes, because, bitch, we're together now. I'm like, um, I, I can't get a refund now. This is great. Sign the paperwork. This, I don't want I, I don't want it to talk to me. Right. Just, no, it's terrifying, man. Exactly. And then Amy was apparently rather heavy set, right? She's a shorter girl and she was rather heavy set. Um, according to my friend's sister, Amy was approximately the size of my sister now, which is kind of not as big as me, but have heavier, right? She wanted gastric bypass. Marty paid for it. Then it's like she started losing all this weight. So she wanted a tummy tuck. Marty paid for it. Then she wanted a butt lift. Marty paid for it. Um, then she wanted a boob job. Marty paid for it. If anybody wants to pay for my boob job. <laughs> to decrease them? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's called that's called liposuction, but okay. Tell you what, I might be fat, but at least my tits ain't yeah. sagging. And then she wanted the a facelift, so Marty paid for it, you know? And then he even took her on expensive trips and shit. And um, according to the family, even though they can't prove it, they believe that at three different incidences that occurred that indicate that Amy was trying to get rid of Marty. Okay? And I'll get into those now. Um, the first incident is Marty took Amy on an expensive parasailing trip in Florida. Now, I have the video of this. 
I actually have the video, and I posted on our citizens page. Um, and they believe that's the first time that somebody made an attempt on Marty's life. Okay, hold on. I, I saw the pictures of that, and I, I, I thought I thought about it. I really did. This is, mm-hmm. I'm not even joking this time, so just cool your jets there, fucking Tweety family. I'm, I know I've been making jokes. But I jokes. have the video, too, and there's something in the video, but like I said, uh, Then I'll watch the ahead. video, but yeah. I, I, you, know, you said, well, look at her. She's smiling and, and laughing, and he's like, you know, hanging upside down. But maybe she's thinking, oh, maybe he's fucking around, you know, and they're just having a good time, or she's oblivious to it. I mean, there, there, there's a lot going on right, right there. It's not like a calm moment where you're sitting there going, oh, no, there might you be just trouble. saw the stills. Yeah, that's what I saw. Was yeah, the stills. I, I the saw video. the video and you could hear the panic in the person doing the video recording and the boat driver because the boat driver goes, oh, shit. But they're not going to hear. She's not going to hear it up right. there. You have but, wind blowing yeah. through your freaking ears and your hair and, and, and your crotch. Incident, and I like took it frame by frame to see because the parents said something to me and I wanted to see it for myself. But unfortunately, the video cuts away too quickly. But at one incident, right before his straps come undone, you can see her hand going up. To the thing, and then the video kind of cuts away. So there was the questions like, did she undo them? All right, now i got to watch you know, the goddamn yeah, video. I'll, I'll show you the video, too. Um, anyways, Why do like I feel I said, like with everything I've got to do, I'm going to be living the next freaking six months in our share drive? I, I don't know. You will. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyway, either that or, you know, because a lot of them they sent to me over text message and uh, messaging. So, oh, rock but on. But the video is in the share drive because that's finally how we were able to see it. Now... Um, now, when this occurred, you know, his harness, the, the shoulder harness thing came unhooked I, and he ended up upside down and he's holding on for dear life. And you can hear her laughing and everything like it's like, oh, I mean, because to me, I would be like, oh, my God, what the fuck's going on with my husband? You know what I mean? But like I said, it's a moment of excitement. She doesn't know maybe he's right. fucking and around. He's a jokester, maybe, but yeah, I didn't I mean, have any indication that he was. Or, you know, you know? Or, or she's thinking, oh, he's fine, you know, because blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, you, have, you got the wind blowing. You're having a good right. time. You could be oblivious to the person next to you. There's all kinds of things going on. Is that playing devil's advocate here? Right. I know. And, and like I said, we and I told them that we do play devil's advocate because we will try to look at it from both sides. I just don't want the Tweety family hunting me down because they're nah, from Oklahoma. I know they're from Oklahoma. That's like, that's another shoot 'em up state right there. That, that is a shoot 'em up state. And a bunch of Yosemite so anyways, Sam's out here wanting to shoot like, me. Hanging on for dear life and wraps his feet around the li- legs around the line to hold on until they can bring him down. Okay. Now, when he did that, he got an abrasion on his leg that later, tur- that shortly after that turned into cellulitis. And you know that that's fucked up. I know. I had cellulitis And he in ended up leg. in the hospital and almost lost his leg. Now, when he got out of the hospital, he went on a job in New Mexico and the cellulitis flared up again and he ended up in the hospital again. Keep in mind, Amy's in Oklahoma. Now... Marty's calling her saying, you know, this really hurts, blah, blah, blah. She calls up and, you know, when they he went into the hospital, he's in a lot of pain. And in another state, they're asking him, okay, do you have any drug allergies? That kind of stuff, right? Well, when you're in a lot of pain, that's why all my shit is like on my phone, <laughs> you know? All right, fair enough. Because you don't remember all that. You know, I remember remember when I had that stomach thing last year. Oh, it's like yeah. the, the paramedic goes, do you have any drug allergies? I said a shit ton. I can't think of them all right now, but they're all on record, you know. 
and stuff like that. So I understand that. So he's laying in the hospital. He's saying he's in a lot of pain. Amy calls up the nurses and said, why don't you just give him a shot of morphine? Knowing full well Marty's alert, <laughs> deathly allergic to morphine. Oh, that's fucked up. And so the nurses didn't know that, so they went and gave him a shot of morphine, and he immediately went into anaphylactic, uh, had an anaphylactic response, right? Right. So it, they believe that that was the second attempt on his life. Yeah, that one there, I got to call. I got to call. That, I'm going to call that at least a, an attempt. Yeah. Yeah, that to me sounds like a legit attempt right there. Even though I'm saying everything is legit, I mean alleged because there's no proof, that one to me feels like a legit attempt. You know what I mean? And then there's another incident that seems kind of odd in nature because Marty was out on the rigs and he has, was planning a trip home and he wanted to go hunting. Now, can't... Amy was the only one that knew where his blinds were because before he got home, she was to go out and, you know, check the blinds and lay out the food for the animals, right? Now, when he got home, yeah, she, she, was, uh, she filled the feeders and checked the blinds prior to his hunting trips while he worked on the rigs, okay? Now, when he got back home, he went hunting, climbed up in, I think it was, she said it like 20 or 30 feet up into this tree, Got onto his uh, his hunting blind platform, and it collapsed underneath him, and he fell. Okay, but that there could just be wearing tear. Like I said, it could have been an accident. It could be an accident. You know, happens. exactly. So that's what we're saying. They said that it just seemed kind of odd. You know what I mean? It's odd, but it's not nothing that you would go, oh, yeah, that's what happened. Because yeah. uh, you have to assume that the, that the platform has been sitting there probably for a little while. Right, right, years. right. You know, so... Shit shifts, stuff rots, stuff moves. Right, like I said, like I said, I mean, it just seemed odd to the family. So then, you know, let's get into there was an uh, into the abuse over the years. Okay, Um, there was an incident, a verified incident, where Marty and Amy were on a rafting trip with another couple, and Amy got mad at Marty and took the rafting order. Or and beat the shit out of him with it in front of this other couple. Who did what to who? Amy beat the crap out of Marty with a rafting oar. Okay, war. now that is a clear sign of abuse. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't care how Correct. pissed you off. Now you're using a weapon. So, no, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. That's and, I mean, there were other incidents, too, like with the acquaintance that I said was just an acquaintance of the family. She had seen on Facebook that they had, you know, an English bulldog available right she wanted a service animal for her husband you know like an emotional support animal um so she got in contact with marty and while she's on the phone with marty and she didn't even really know him at the time she heard amy in the background just belittling him you know and just like talking down to him and everything and this other woman goes you know i i apparently i called at the wrong time just call me later you know and give me the information because i didn't call to hear this you know what I mean? Fair enough, yeah. And it's like, there's that kind of thing. And then the, apparently Amy was very, um, not to shame Marty or anything, but sometimes men of a certain age have a little problems in the bedroom. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, it happens. Yes. Especially if your wife is beating the shit out of you with boat oars and wrapping right, oars and shit. Right, you See where you can have a little bit of a goddamn problem exactly. there. Exactly. And, and, so, and this is what I'm saying, because I've been with crazy and after you've had the shit knocked out of you a few times by some crazy-ass woman, mm-hmm. 
even if she's sitting there going, I'm so horny, let's, let's do it right now. You could be horny as hell, but your brain kicks in and goes, you know, crazy over here might hit you with a frying pan mid-coitus. So right. you might want to think about that when they're chuckles. And you're like, um, you right. know what? I think I have a cold. That's what I'm going to just go now. Because, yeah, right. it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's well, yeah. Avoid the and crazy. so she would constantly belittle him in front of his, you know, in front of people saying, oh, well, apparently, you know, he's got a small penis and that he can't get it up and all this other crap. Right. Oh, it sounds like my last ex-wife. Yeah. No, for real. No, seriously. And it's like you you shame them and you emasculate them. So they feel it's it's actually there is a psychological term for this. It's called building yourself up while putting others down. I thought it was cuntinitis, but all right. It, it could be that That's too. technical term, boys and girls. But you know what? So you know. he constant and there's lots of witnesses to that and um, everything else and the whole isolation incidents. Right. Marty. I, I told you that Marty has a son named Bryson, right? Um, two years prior, like right around the time that uh, all of this started, like things were heating up in their relationship because it was right after she started losing all the weight and having the plastic surgery, you know, which she became overly like sexual in nature towards people, you know, which is actually common with people who lose weight like that. Then, wait a minute. Then why do you do it when you're on Sandy Bull? Oh, never mind. That's to get coupons. Never mind. I digress. I fucking hate you. <laughs> no, we're not even going there. So, you know what I mean? Which, Toys like R Us. I mean, to play devil's advocate for her, that's a common thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, because you're starting to get self-esteem and everything. You're losing the weight. You feel better about yourself and you want people to notice you. Um, so, but Bryson lost his mother. His mother died uh, approximately two years ago. And when Bryson told Tammy, she tried to call Marty, right? Because that's his son. Yeah, it makes sense. And yeah. you would want your father, the father of the child would want to know what's going on with his son so he could be there to comfort him. But Tammy couldn't get a hold of Marty on his phone, so she called Amy's phone. And Amy went off saying, why are you calling my husband about another woman, blah this and blah that. Not, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to Bryson. Let me put Marty on the phone. Type Damn, thing. see, that's crazy pussy right yeah. there. Now, prior to meeting Amy, Marty was married to a woman named Katie. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. Marty was married to a woman for a couple years who had a two-year-old daughter named Katie when he married her. Now, Marty was the only father figure in Katie's life, so they became very close. At some point... Amy was like, I don't want you talking to Katie anymore because that will just make you want your ex-wife. I see. So that's, she cut off all contact with Katie. That's right where I would have looked at her yeah. and said, look here, cut, cut bag. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And but so he had to actually sneak to contact Katie. Like when he left for his oil rig jobs, he would call her or visit her or whatever. Um, she also, anybody who sided with Marty in their arguments... She would tell Marty he couldn't talk to them anymore. Yeah, I'd be telling her to the piss off. The only people he was really allowed to talk to were her friends and family. Okay? Um, so that's the whole isolation thing that we talked about, right? Now, I want to get into some eyewitness stuff. According to a friend of Marty, this lady is a friend of Marty and his family. Um, she met Marty in 2013 because she was dating his best friend's son okay now um 
she said that on an incident that happened approximately, I mean, it was like 10 days before the shooting, um, she was looking for a printer, a working printer, because she needed a printer for her side job. And she couldn't, f- she, you know, everything. Um, so she saw on there that Amy had a printer that she was trying to get rid of because she couldn't figure out how to use it. Uh, apparently, she didn't know how to change the ink or something, from my understanding. Um, so when Marty and Amy showed up at this friend's house to um, give him the printer, you know, she's a huggy type person. And I guess Marty's a very affectionate person, too. Right. And they known each other for years. So she hugged him and everything. And then she went to go hug Amy. And Amy was like very standoffish, like pulled back and everything, which to play devil's advocate, I am like that, too. If I don't really know you, I don't want you hugging me. You know what I mean? I, I don't just, even let some people who know me hug me. I want everybody to hug me. No, you don't. You want them to touch. And places. be naked when they do it. You're so dumb. Just rub it all over me. Anyways, so at one point, because she had just started a new job in healthcare, and they had her in like these shifty areas, this friend. And so Marty was asking her, hey, you know, how's the job going and everything? And she was telling him that they had her in sketchy places. And she goes, I didn't even have my gat, which is what she calls her little gun. I kind of figured because I've heard that. I've heard that in some rap songs. Yeah. Anyways. I I use it in my rap songs with Notorious (laughs) P.I.G. You know, when when I'm my alter ego, obscenely white. Yeah, I know. Right. So anyways, so at one point and Amy was standing like. This friend was standing between Marty and Amy. And Amy said she had a new gat, too. And then she goes, she goes, I got me a new gat. And for anyone, and this is quoting her, who wants to fuck around and find out. Then she held up two fingers and pointed them at Marty's head and pr- pretend like she pulled the trigger twice. Right yeah. at Marty's head. Okay, I, I can see that. But Which, maybe, maybe she's just being a loud mouth twat. Yeah, that could be. But then... She also sent out, apparently, Amy got a new, did get a new gun, and she sent out a Snapchat video saying that she bought a new gun and said, this is for my husband because I found somebody new. Okay. Yeah, now, that right there? Yeah. That says, um... Now... You, you, you know the next song that she should be hearing? You ready? <laughs> what? Bad boys, what you gonna do when they come, come for, for you? Bad boys, bad boys. Yeah. And that's the only lyrics I know, because the rest of it goes... The police, no brick. That's all I understand. That's 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 all the lyrics. Just just like staying alive, staying alive is the same way. Staying alive, staying alive, staying alive. I wish I've said before. Coming for you. That's the sound that I make when I stub my toe or hurt myself. Uh, or my back hurts. Oh, I make that sound so too. Funny, you're so horrible. I don't even know what to say to you right now. They're coming for you. Hey, hey. Then they go, bad boys, bad boys, and they go. You're so funny, policeman. You're so horrible. Like I said, I don't even know what to say to you right now. I know it's terrible. So I'm over here. I'm fucking tired and sleepy. I'm like yawning and. Oh, why the fuck did something happen? Anyways. Oh, I can tell you what happened. It's in my pants. I hate you. So, you know, so there's all that. And then... Oh, hold on. Did you think I was talking about my penis? Oh, no. I missed the bathroom. 
fucking hate you. <laughs> done. I am so done dealing I with you right now. I should have worn my brown shorts, and I can't ever sit in this chair again. I'm going to have to buy a new one. You're going to have to buy a new one. So, anyway, so, um, <laughs> what to say to you? <laughs> so, anyways, as I was talking, um, there was also an incident that tells you how kind of inappropriate Amy was because they, this friend met up with Amy and Marty at, uh, it's called Rocklahoma, right? Which is like a rock festival in Oklahoma. Why didn't you book us for that, you asshole? Well, apparently it's already passed, and, you know, I didn't no. know about it until just the other day. No excuses. No excuses. That's I, it. Well, when she said that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> just Dude, hold on. Becca's back. Hang on. By herself? Um, yeah. It's just her in the car. I tell you, she killed the chick who dropped the car off here. I don't even know what to say. Anyways, so anyways, so when um, I'll be back when this friend, are you going to go ask her when this friend <laughs> met up with hurry back because I need your input when this friend at, you know, met up with Marty and Amy at this Rocklahoma festival um, from my understanding, Rocklahoma is like the Mardi Gras of Oklahoma, you know, Women get beads for doing certain things like, you know, exposing their top. Um, this friend, the, Amy asked this friend, she said, did you get any beads yet? And this friend goes, no, my children are here. And keep in mind that these children were minors. They're under the age of 18. Granted, they were teenagers, but they were still under the age of 18. And Amy said... They're not my children and lifted up her shirt and exposed her breasts, which I don't think is appropriate on any level. Um, so, you know, there is all that that happened. Um, now, I do want to say that um, these people that we talk to are all willing to come on the show and give us their side. And like Scott said, that we are um, going, you know, we're going to reach out to Amy's side of the family as well because we do want to get both sides of the story. Um, but there's something very interesting that people need to know is that Marty worked on oil rigs. And as he's working on the oil rigs, he notices and develop and invents a product that will make people who work on an oil rig's job easier it's called a thread protector and he had investors and was getting ready to sign a 2.5 plus million dollar contract for his invention now when marty's body was found um they tried to say that uh there was a knife found near Marty's body that uh, Amy said he was coming at her with this knife. However, it's important to note that there are no fingerprints on this knife. So if he's holding the knife and he's coming at her, there would be fingerprints on this knife. Even if he was wearing gloves, 
when somebody washes this knife and puts it away, their fingerprints will be on that knife. But there were no fingerprints anywhere on the knife. Now, um, according to the statements, she says that Marty was threatening her with the knife and she had to shoot him in self-defense. However, um, the way Marty's body was found, he had his keys and his phone in his pocket and he had one shoe off. According, it appeared as if he was bending over, putting on his shoes to leave when he was shot. Hang on, I got a, I got a hair by my glasses I got to take off. It is bugging me. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so, to me, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, so, when I was told that, and granted, this is just my opinion. Um, but when I shared it with the family, they kind of like, yeah, that's what we're thinking, too. That Marty and Amy got into an argument. And he had finally had enough. And he was putting on his shoes, grabbed his keys, grabbed his phone, was going to leave. And I think, in my opinion, he finally told her, I'm done i want a divorce now keep in mind he was getting ready to sign a 2.5 million plus million dollar contract for his invention and um from everything that we've been told so far it appears that you know she is a very materialistic person so if he would have filed for divorce prior to you know him signing this contract she would not have any rights to that money now Amy is now fighting for ownership of the rights to that invention because they were married at the time of the incident um, so I mean to me that's like I don't know it's like something's going on here and like I said, we're going to be talking to family and friends of Marty's and we are actually, you know, and letting the family know too that we are going to reach out to her to try to get her side because we want both sides. We want to hear both sides of this in thing. Yeah. Tell him he needs to hurry up. And so, you know, but it's also important to know this. The police have not questioned anybody about this incident. They haven't talked to any neighbors. They didn't question any patrons at the bar to find out what the argument was about. They have not talked to any family and they have not talked to any of the friends. Um, they've only taken the statements of Amy and her son and her son's wife. Um, uh, I will say this, that Amy did tell a family friend that Oh, no, wait. Let's see. No, I'm sorry. My bad. I, I got double-tracked on my notes. I do know that over 100 people, uh, the police received over 100 eyewitness statements on past abuse that they had witnessed. And turned that over to the police, but the police have declared it third-party statements, and none of it's admissible. Hey, I have an update. Okay. That car belongs to her sister. Okay. And her sister will be back Thursday. She parked it here, flew back to Texas. She's not dead. 
I told you. <laughs> because I, I, I told her about the joke. And what happened? And Did she, she starts, laugh? Oh, she started laughing. I said, that's been the running joke. I'm not saying that she's a murderer, okay? I'm just saying the car's been parked here, and we haven't seen this girl, and she leaves alone. And she starts like, no, that's my sister. She's going to come back. She's, but honestly, even if she was here, you probably wouldn't see her because she doesn't like to leave the house very much, you know, oh. by herself. I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense and what have not. And another update, she's had run-ins with Cheryl, too. <laughs> doesn't everybody... God. I told you what happened with my egg lady. I thought she was going to die when I told her the story about Cheryl rubbing my butt going, I like <laughs> you too. Well, it's going to say your next door neighbor is like really cool. I mean, I've had a couple of conversations no, with Re- her. Rebecca is a sweetheart yeah. and I love her dogs. Fucking Fiona and, and then her pug, uh, uh, Benny, are just adorable. I know, they are. Fucking adorable. So anyway, so, you know, there is all that. Um, I Like I said, I just believe that Things came to a head that night. They got into an argument, and he's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out of here. I can't take this anymore. I want a divorce. And she, you know, almost like she would have said to him what a lot of abusive husbands say. If I can't have you, nobody else can type thing. You know? Oh, totes. Totes, totes. You know? But like I said, you know, and we... Like I said, we the family is willing to come. Family and friends are willing to come on the show. We're going to reach out to Amy and everything to see if they want to come on the show and give their side of the story. Also, I'm sorry that it took me so long to come back, but I don't. Yeah, get, I, I don't get to talk to Becca very often. I know it's all good. She's I pretty just was like wrapping this up. I'm like, he needs to hurry up and get in here because I have to leave in like ten minutes. Oh yeah, so, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah. So anyway, so there is all that. So, do you have anything you want to add to this? No, except that you know he's he was attracted to psychos. I've been there. I totally relate. Yeah. And she totally took advantage of him. Yeah. But you see that a lot with... So there, there, there's different levels of abuse. When people say abuse, they think of one specific time, which is the physical. But there's emotional, there's mental, there's sexual, there's financial. Yeah. And, of course, the physical abuse of being beaten. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me like she was trying to isolate him from anybody who could cause a confrontation where she wasn't in charge. Right. Um, or that would, you know, try to talk him out of... You know, being in that situation again. Right. Yeah. And isolate him. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've said this before. When you can control all the information, all the input going into a relationship, mm-hmm. you control literally everything. So she's controlling the money. He's trying everything to appease her. Mm-hmm. Because I, he's probably a big, strong man. But I bet you that he was terrified that, you know, that she was going to, like, beat up on him again. Mm-hmm. And then they lure you back. They go, I'm sorry, it's all my fault, and I'll change. I promise I'll change. And he's probably like, okay, she's going to change. And, I, and, and and maybe he loved her. Right. And it, it, it's a fucking cycle is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that it came down to this lady having to blow right. Marty's brains out. Exactly. he sounds like a kick-ass guy, man. Exactly. But you would think that the authorities would at least question family and friends to see if Marty had a history of abuse. Or, you know, being violent towards her. Because I did play devil's advocate with this. I was like, okay. Did, and I didn't just ask his family. I asked, his, I asked pe- even his acquaintances. I said, look, I need to know. Do you think there is anything that even if he wasn't physically abusive, you know, did he yell and scream at her? You know, and stuff like that. Because if he's yelling and screaming at her and he's like going to leave and she's standing between him and the door, that can be kind of intimidating because he was a big guy. Okay, Yeah, fair enough. You know. But how intimidating? Like if you're, I understand fight or flight, but 
There's no eyewitnesses that say that he was tuning up on her. Exactly. Or like screaming at her or you know what I mean? Anything like that. They said that usually when the arguments happened and got into it, like he would try to like, you know what, whatever type thing to try to stop it, defuse it. And then she would escalate and then he would try to walk away and she would follow. Okay. That doesn't doesn't to me sound like. Yeah. Marty was in. The, the wrong in the wrong in, in, yeah. the, in the abusive category it sounds right to me. and to sit there and say that he had a knife and was coming at her but this knife had no fingerprints on it so a little hard to wipe your fingerprints off of a knife when you're dead that's exactly what his dead. mom said yeah she said how did my son come back to life wipe the fingerprints and then die again <laughs> hey sorry let me wipe this up real quick because yeah. you know no fingerprints and i did say happened. i believe in ghosts but i don't believe they would do that <laughs> i believe in magic in a young girl's heart. You're so bad. But yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I just I just don't see it, you know? It doesn't sound like that. I, I believe in, in patterns and histories. It mm-hmm. does, he doesn't have a history of abuse. Exactly. You know, so I'm And thinking, technically, yeah. that incident when he was 19 wasn't really abuse. No, that but doesn't count. It was blind anger. That doesn't count. I, yeah. I would have probably done the same thing for my kids. That uh, I probably would have, too. Just saying. We wrapping yeah. this one up? Uh, yeah, like yesterday. All right. Tweety family, I'm looking forward to talking to you guys. Remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Log on to the Book of the Faces, the Facebook. Join citizens of Brutal Nation. Interact with us. We'll say hi to you. Say hi to us. Um, you know, feel free to, you know, get up in my DMs and send me pictures of your boobies. That's pretty hot. Um, <sighs> Especially if you're elderly. Um, you're so bad. Hey, older boobs look good. Your mom's looks fantastic. Fuck off, Scott. <laughs> I'm going to burn in hell. I you know are. This show's got to be 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. If you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast. They're lying, thieving bastards. And we will talk to you all later on. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.